I went to my first baseball game in two years. Oh, how was that? It was okay. Um, until June 2nd, they still say you have to wear masks. They're required. But they do not give a fuck about enforcing that or following through on that shit. Like, no one, no one wears a mask. It's fucking retarded. Yeah, I feel like, like you have to wear you have to wear just so when you enter into the stadium and then instantly everyone just takes theirs off like wow forget about it it's ridiculous I'm I'm rapidly not caring about the mask like I, I figured I would you know still wear it just to be safe but now I'm like what, what am I even doing I don't know why I'm doing this you don't have to wear it at work anymore if you don't want so that's cool but I guess they look cool why wouldn't you want to well I don't know can't breathe is what everyone says that's retarded yeah <laughs> yeah i, I like it just because fine. i like it because my beard gets all messy and when i get all sweaty it'll like start to like clump up weird i don't like it because sometimes i'll get like a piece of my beard in my mouth and it's impossible to like correctly get it out of the way of my mouth without like taking my mask off for a couple seconds yeah that's that's my one big gripe. That's gotta but, be annoying. But they look cool. And you have to smell your own nasty breath. Yeah, my, my burps. Yeah, that's that's pretty gross. Yeah. I hate it when I put it on and then like I'll put it on and then I'll Im- immediately uh burp like a second later and it's like why, why didn't I do that just now? I don't know what, what tempts me to do it. Pressing your luck, I don't know. I guess. Living dangerously, living on the edge. Yeah. I am caring less and less. I want to become an anti-masker at some point. Oh, shit. I'm going to say my body, my choice. Oh, fuck. <laughs> or whatever they say. But I have the vaccine. I'm not like one of these guys who's like, oh, no, never. I already have the gay juice in my body or whatever it is. Microchip. Nanobots. You're going to be one of those flat earthers next? Yeah. Well, I mean... Sound logic, right? I mean, I, I assume see. that's the next step. I mean, I have a bubble level. It says flat, so it's flat. Makes sense. It's a bubble level. That that thing that tells you when something is perfectly flat and straight. It's like a it's like that tube with uh with liquid in it with a with a bubble, right? And some lines to show you like, yeah, this is this means it's straight. So you got to put the I bubble between the two lines. It's like a thing for like um, housing, like construction shit. For, well, for everything. Yeah. I mean, I use it on picture frames and shit. I have an app on my phone that's a bubble level because I, I, I use it often enough. I use it more often than I would think. Hmm. Yeah. But maybe my autism just requires it. Like just have to like make it straight or, or it'll bother me. Probably that. Yeah, it's the latter. Oh no, not for picture frames. Oh fuck yeah, picture frames. Yeah, wanky. Yeah, fuck that. Can't have that crooked. God no, it's an eyesore. Then. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a monster. Played some more Resident Evil Village too, so I got through the uh, Lady Dimitrescu part. Awesome. Yeah. Was it everything you wanted and more? It, you know, it was about what I expected. Um, she has like a Freddy Krueger claw and um, 
you're like trying to pull this lever to open a door or some nonsense and she sneaks up on you and chops your hand off. So you have to run away from her for a little bit. And then um, you come back to the lever and you like pick up your hand. It's like, you got your hand. And um, so, <laughs> so then you're like running a little bit more, you get through the door. And once you're, once you're safe, Ethan just takes some, uh, some healing liquid and he pours it on his stump. And then he just like puts his hand back on it. And then just starts moving his hand again. So he just like fixes it by pouring yeah, the nonsense liquid on it. That's how healing goo works. Yeah. <laughs> it's I was like glue, But healing. That's some good stuff right I, there. I uh, I was on the library's website and I saw that they had that. So I rented it. And I went and picked it up the other day. And it's accidentally, they only have it for Xbox. Fuck. So I have the Xbox version, which I can't play. Cool. But I did get the Biohazard game to actually try to play through some of that piece of shit some more i didn't like it when i played it last time it's not really what i want from resident evil i mean this one too i don't really you know, well i guess i want nine foot big titty vampire ladies i do want that but well yeah that needs to be a, yeah. the newest staple yeah but it's obviously. like obviously replace replace those hound dogs with yeah. just giant monster boobied ladies yeah i i mean i don't like how it turns into a giant monster though the lady well i mean it's resident evil what i know else would it do I, I i i was expecting it but i just was kind of like oh all right I, I was hoping to have some like multi-tiered uh boss fights like nemesis style before she starts turning into a monster but no she just turns into a monster like you stab her one time and it's like oh fuck and then she turns into a monster and um then you kill her just real quick and then that's it for her and then and then when she dies she leaves behind uh like like crystallized ashes so when you kill the bigger enemies they leave these crystallized ashes and you just like sell them to the to the big fat guy to upgrade your weapons and shit and i saw it you sell it to him and he's like ooh like the, man she is thick that's a this is a nice piece right here <laughs> he just like immediately starts like talking about how he's going to jerk off to it later it's awesome those nice. curves that's as far as I got, though. I guess I'm, I haven't played it as much as I should. Too busy reading comic books and watching oh, shitty okay. TV shows. Did you watch the new, uh, uh, what was it, Army of Darkness? I did, actually. Did you? How was it? Yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, it's a fun, stupid zombie movie, I guess. I, I didn't hate it. Can't wait for that Snyder Cut of that. Yeah, the four-hour-long Snyder Cut. Fuck yeah. Can't wait. With even more heist cliches in it. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like a zombie heist movie. Hmm. They do they do That's... all the they do all the heist tropes too. It's it's all there. Like the the montage about the 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 plan, laying out the plan. And uh going around and gathering a a top-notch team. They, I, uh, I think I, at one point they said, you son of a bitch. The, well, they called each other a son of a bitch <laughs> once, like that Rick and awesome. Morty episode. Awesome. And of course, they said, I'm in. But yeah, yeah. I'd never together, though. I think they knew to avoid that. But it wasn't bad. It was a fine way to spend an evening. Your, your dude from uh, Fear of the Walking Dead's in it. Yeah, he is. I was pretty happy about that. Good to see that guy hanging out with zombies again. Yeah, that's man, he's being typecasted like crazy lately. Yeah. 
No trains in it, though. Fuck. I know. They had shipping containers that probably got there by train, but no trains. Well, or, or cargo, or cargo boat, I mean. Not, not to the desert. You gotta... Eh, probably. I don't know. Probably can you? Can't sail to the desert the whole way. Not with that attitude. Yeah, I guess not. I've sailed to the desert. It's no big deal. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, and the, the whole zombie uh, outbreak started because of Roadhead, so that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. How? <laughs> You'll have to watch the movie. <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be a sequel to the, the last one he did. Which one was that? The Dawn didn't, of the Dead? Didn't he do one of them inside of the mall with, I think, Ving Rhames was in it? Yeah, like, Dawn of the Dead. Um, that was, I was Zack Snyder's, right? I, I, yeah, I think so, but it wasn't um, it wasn't a sequel. It was like a different so this thing. Is a prequel? No. It has the outbreak starting? No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe... It, oh, they're not even tied together? I don't think so, because they, they contained the outbreak and it solved it. I mean, they blew it up and... Oh, well, maybe, because one guy um, survived the, the nuclear bomb on Las Vegas, and then, oh, spoiler alert, too, and then he, uh, he was bit at the end, and he's like, fuck. Um, so maybe it did get out. I don't know. I, did, I, I tried to figure out if it was or not. I couldn't find anything. Hmm. I just know that uh, Garrett Dillahunt, the, the dude who is also from Fear of the Walking Dead, yeah. When he was advertising it on his Instagram, he posted that you should watch it while you're high on edibles. Cool. So I was waiting to do that. Perfect. Because, I mean, if the actor himself says that's the way to watch it, why would I waste my time watching it regular? Yeah, that's the only true way to watch it, to enjoy the film. Apparently. Wow. Cool. You're going to have to give that a shot. Yeah. I guess I'll have to rewatch it. Then, then. then you'll really appreciate it. Right. Well, all right, you ready to get this train on the tracks? So I'm ready. Then let's fucking do it. All aboard. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. This week we are talking about uh, Shang-Chi, Volume 1, Brothers and Sisters, Resident Evil from 1998, the comic book collected, and Marvel's MODOK, unfortunately. All right, what do you want to talk about first? I mean, we just started talking about Resident Evil and shit. All right. Seems like a fairly good tie-in. All right, Resident Evil then. I I was so disappointed because when you said 1998 last week, I thought for some reason it was called Resident Evil 1998. Like they were just making some weird ass random story about no, that year. That's just the but, year. Oh, I was so disappointed that that was just the year it released. <laughs> yeah, Resident Evil 1984. <laughs> it would have been so fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know why, but <laughs> I would have gotten a kick out of that. No, it's just, just the year to differentiate from other Resident Evil comic books. I didn't like this comic book. What about you? Yeah, not, not the greatest. I was not, not the best uh, image work ever. No, it looked, it all looked like shit. I don't like the way Jill and Chris look and Barry. Well, Barry did have a cool beard at one point, and he's like... Barry looked awesome. Running around. You. 
Leon looked gorgeous. Yeah, Leon was like like cum gutter muscular. That was Fuck. awesome. But yeah, Chris looked like absolute shit, and so did Jill. So each issue is broken up into three stories. So this there's a lot going on in these books. But uh, you don't. I don't really care about really any of them. I, I don't think they they have really no importance. I mean, it's side stories, and I don't think they matter at all. But the way we're introduced to these comic books is we just watch Wesker typing an email and just describing the <laughs> like fucking uh, crack team going to going to the mansion in the first game and shit. so. So all right, yeah. So ninety percent of this is just a, a roster rundown yeah. of each character's description. So I wrote down all the names. Um, I don't recognize any of the people they listed. Oh, except Brad Vickers. I've heard of Brad Vickers. He's he's in that newest remake one that we talked about last week, like part three. He was her, her partner in that one oh, for that's, a second. That's right? right. Yeah, he's the helicopter pilot. He he gets him out yeah. in the first game too. Or so like I, I knew him, but Jake Frost and Rico Marini. Richard Aiken, Rebecca Chamberlain, Kenneth Sullivan, and Forrest Spire. Are any of them in any of the games? I, I didn't recognize any of those names. Yeah, Enrico was in the um, third game, I think, for sure. Uh, the other ones, I think, were also like side characters that you don't really care about. They might have been just like killed off screen and shit, so they're really not minor characters. Oh. Yeah, because they were also describing the... Um, bravo team with uh rebecca in it that was a like rebecca was in resident evil zero and the first game and uh that's like the first team that they sent in it's like yeah here's the shitty team first and then we'll have the the best team next so you do it yeah right b squad send in the shitty ones and let them get killed first (laughs) yeah then send in the good the the top-notch sacrificial land soldiers right exactly i really hated how uh wetzker's email for some reason, it kept typing it in cursive. Like it would be word bubbles that were cursive for some reason as he's typing his emails out. That was annoying because there were way, way too much cursive. Well, we yeah, over the, this last week, I, I don't read or know cursive. <laughs> well, and the I, I had to skip the uh, the cursive thing with the guy writing a letter to Ada Wong because that was that was just cursive and really really small font. So I, I was just I'm not reading it. I'm not gonna yeah, be bothered with this. And this shit. one unfortunately wasn't on the. This one was unfortunately not on Hoopla where I could zoom in oh, and well. read it better. So okay. I had, yeah, I was, I was not. Yeah, I couldn't do well bothered. this. Yeah. And then, and then another thing going on, one of the stories is them just sitting around talking about what happened in the first game. I like that one. It's <laughs> yeah. a recap. Just trip down catch, memory catch lane. Me back up to speed. Yeah. yeah. It's so stupid. <laughs> what, what year was number two released? That was way before 98. Like, wasn't that like 96 ish? Uh, I think s- somewhere around then. Yeah, maybe, so. maybe two was like 98 or 97. I think the first it, one was 96. Oh, okay. So if it's close to 98, then I guess that makes sense. Yeah. That works. Okay. Getting hyped up for the second game. Smart. Yeah. And I like how um, there is one scene with uh, I was really skimming through these a lot, but because just I didn't find any of these stories interesting. But in one of the stories, there was a guy going to or leaving Raccoon City and he's like getting gas and he's just smoking in the gas station. And so the zombie that happened to be holding some gas just like sprayed him and it blew up. That could have happened <laughs> if it just wasn't a zombie outbreak. You could have just 
Because you're, you're being a fucking it's, asshole just smoking. It's like 13 times more likely to happen yeah. if it's not a zombie outbreak. Because what <laughs> zombie is going to have the ability to pull that off? Yeah, I guess the, the, the zombie was a, um, a gas pumper or whatever they're called. And he just he was just going through his routine as a zombie. Seems to be what they do. I don't think that's how that works. You lose all like memory and brain function. You don't know how to work your mundane tasks that you were doing previously. Well, I, I don't think they do you it know well. All you want is brains, and you go for that. Because it seems like they they kind of do. They're like kind of doing really shittily, like their normal routine, just out of instinct. But yeah, they're brain dead for sure. Um, I think another guy was doing that too. He was like just picking up the phone or something. What else happened? Oh yeah, there's a Claire um, runs into Chief Irons, the the police guy in Raccoon City. I don't really remember this in the game, but he's just like, "Hey, I'm gonna eat this fucking woman that's dead on my table. Get the fuck out of here." Um, I I don't know what his deal is. Yeah, that was really weird. It's just out of nowhere, and she's just like, "All right, I'll I'll leave you to it." We just we just walk in on him, and he's doing that, and uh, no no big fuss is caused. That's just that's how it is. Clara just unfazed. She's like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to just accept that and walk away. Yeah. No biggie. All right, I'll cool. leave you to you it. You do you. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. What else do we have here? So then, so then Barry is going to see a therapist after the events of the uh, mansion shit, and then zombies attack where his therapist is. That's pretty unlucky. That sucks for him. Yeah, poor guy. I mean, but he's got a cool beard, so it's all right. Yeah, he got to." Shoot more stuff with this big gun. Um, what else? There, there's a, in one of the stories. There's a werewolf, which yeah, that that shit started to confuse me a bit. Yeah, it jumped, it jumped from werewolf to uh, Dracula vampires to uh, like a weird. I don't know what that guy became. He became like the nemesis monster kind of. Yeah, but also he had like gooey glob faces, sort of like the later games have with like shitty poorly animated monster villains so yeah that was that was all weird i didn't like that no definitely not see you know it just that's what i don't like about the about the newest game too so that they have that in common making the same mistakes dima nestru turns into is one of those giant goo monsters with just like shitty parts everywhere yeah yeah yeah. she turns into a goo monster yeah she should turn into a giant goo monster with just like a thousand giant boobies everywhere that's what the fans want yeah it should just be a giant pair of tits and that yeah. should be it. Like she already was, like a nine foot tall pair of tits. <laughs> Give the people what they want, Resident Evil. The memes have spoken. That's right. That's all we care about now. Who's the real villain of that game? Do you have a final showdown with Chris Redfield? I haven't. He better that win far if you yet. do. I, I, I mean, I doubt it. I, I, you'll probably, you'll probably have to fight him, but I don't think he's the real bad guy. There's no way you're going to be Chris Redfield. He's Chris fucking Redfield. I know. And then Chris, Chris Redfield went on a, on a Euro trip with Jill and um, Barry in this comic book and just killed zombies in front of famous landmarks and shit. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Sightseeing. I liked it. Sightseeing, but also just murdering zombies, (laughs) seeing the Eiffel tower and murdering zombies. Seeing, um, so romantic. Yeah. All that shit. I wish Shiva was in this comic, though. That would have been cool. Yeah, where was Shiva? She didn't exist for another 
15 years at this point. Well, that was a big mistake. <laughs> they should have predicted the future. Yeah. And included her. They should have. It should have been her introduction. They should have changed the book retroactively. And, <laughs> and drove up the price even farther of the um, first issue of this comic book series. I, so I was getting my reviews on Amazon, and um, the price of the book is $489.95 for issue one. Collector's edition. I think it's just issue one. It's just number one. Yeah, but it's the first issue, so that's why. Okay. Collectors want to collect it. I really want to collect this one. How much would yeah, you pay for the first issue? $12. All right. Sold. Mint condition. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was a pretty like, crazy price. It's like the first appearance of like Silver Surfer or like the first appearance of like Eddie Spider-Man villain. Like collectors, they love that shit. I have no idea who the fuck is collecting this awful like garbage book, but hats off to you. Good for you. Yeah. Wait, so wait, so you got that from a review. So one person actually bought it for that amount or like someone is listing it for that amount? Just some random like asshole thing and like Hey, this is the first issue. People pay a shitload for it. As, so even with shitty books, though, I mean, because this yeah, never really went anywhere. Unless, unless it like introduces some huge character for the first time ever. I don't understand how or why someone would do that. No, I don't either. It's messed up. I'm trying to think off that website. I know there was something in like 2003-ish. I don't remember. Is this like the first Resident Evil comic tie-in is that maybe why it must be because it's 1998 i don't they didn't have too much time before that to get into comic books so maybe that's it i don't maybe. really know what would be driving this price up so bad unless there's a, a limited number of uh prints but it's it's from image so it's not like it's out of a defunct company or anything yeah who who i didn't know this who was the writer or illustrator maybe that's someone and this is like one of their last or first things maybe i don't know i have no clue maybe maybe it's just because that cool like uh, uh police chief london or whatever the fuck his name was eating the body maybe that's why that could be that it. Was cool yeah yeah earth shattering it's a great story <laughs> i i did like what's the redhead girl uh the the no not the redhead She's brunette girl in the red suit. That's Claire, Claire, right? Claire, yeah. Yeah, I liked her costume in this. That was cool. What, a cool uh, red like denim red, jacket? Yeah. No, it was like a red, like, weird dancer costume for some reason. That was cool looking for a, a zombie fighting cop. Yeah. I'm a fan. Right. The only real note I took on this thing was just all those names I listed off to see if any of them were in the book or games. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that, that's all the notes I have then. So I don't recommend cool. it. I thought it was boring. I mean, it's clearly something big happened or for some reason it's super valuable though. So if you own it, sell it to us for a dollar. Yeah. Twelve dollars is as high as I'll go. Mint condition. Yeah, that's that's final offer. But I will definitely pass on reading this. I wouldn't recommend it. No. Just keep it in mint uh, condition. If, I wouldn't even say even if you're a diehard Resident Evil fan, because no. you are, and you, were, you weren't thrilled. I hated it. I think it made like, me less of a fan. Yeah, like, at the very end, for whatever reason, they just jump from nonsense to nonsense to nonsense. Like, it goes in, in order. A werewolf story, 
too uh, like Dracula story to that fucking glob like nemesis like Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde type of story like it it's it's not good it's it's, it's shitty storytelling no it's very shitty I agree but shout out Brad Vickers I, I like I, he's the only one I recognized from the <laughs> game so cool glad he he was in here you're a true fan fucking die hard as shit <laughs> So let's let's hear some reviews that uh, disagree with us. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. Yeah, I know. Uh, two reviews, five stars each. Fucked up. The first one is titled R.E. And uh, the description is very good. Got a point there. I never thought of it that way. Mm. The second, Debatable. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> that's the entire review? Yes, that's it. Oh, cool. The second like one. That. The second one is a little more enthusiastic. The title is Headshot. So he really, he thinks they really nailed it with this one. I love Resident Evil and this book is no exception. The art is great and the story flows perfectly with the game. Throw in a Jim Lee cover and you have a perfect headshot. So everything about that is wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. That's who did it. It was Jim Lee. Fuck. So... Even even if it's a Jim Lee book, I don't think that's going to drive the price up like crazy like that. Well, Jim Lee with that Resident Evil name. Jim, Jim Lee is the guy who created our favorite show, Wildcats. Remember that theme song? Oh, yeah. Best ever? Yeah. But he also worked forever for DC and shit. Like he's, it's not like this was his first thing, so that was clearly a wrong guess. But yeah, I don't understand why it would be so expensive. No. Not Jim Lee's best work. No way. Perhaps it's his best video game tie-in work. Could be. I'm I mean, not. I'm not familiar with what else he's done. Probably, probably for, no other video games. So this is. That's best. my assumption. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, where did they mention the four hundred dollars or whatever the fuck it was? It's on that's the price on Amazon. If you want to buy it on Amazon, you're going to pay five hundred bucks for this fucking thing. Is that just from one seller, though? Like, that's just some random fucking cunt asshole who's, like, overvaluing the shit out of this thing. Um, I don't think so. I mean, that's the only one that's there, apparently. Huh. So, the, you, you don't have any options. You gotta pay 500 bucks, Dave, if you want this then book. I guess I will. Yeah. You gotta Fuck. start, you gotta get a second job. <laughs> yeah, I do. Let's move on from this. Um, I'm only going to move forward with Resident Evil things. I don't think I'm going to go back to 1998 ever again. Until next week. Yeah, until next week. So, speaking of zombies, they... the Speaking of zombies. Yeah, speaking yeah, of zombies. You, go. you got some Jian Shi's. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm absolutely not pronouncing anything in this book correctly. I, I will guarantee that. So... I know a little bit about, so this is Shang-Chi, uh, Volume 1, Brothers and Sisters. I know a little bit about those zombies from uh, my time in China. Those zombies are, um, what they do is they will, like, they're, they're always dressed like, they're, they look like that, I guess, but um, they're wearing like the, the old style uh, Chinese clothes, and they are in in movies they're always like painted white so they look like they're just wearing a bunch of white makeup and lipstick and uh they they can't run or walk they they just jump at you with their arms straight so they can only like <laughs> hop towards you so um they didn't really do that in this they were doing a lot more than just hopping toward you 
but yeah, you got to put the paper on their head and then that's, that'll stop them. Wait, seriously? That, that part was, that part was fairly yeah. accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was fairly accurate. Yeah. That's weird. I'm absolutely never going to go anywhere near a, a zombie's forehead to stop it. If I run into a situation where I have to defend myself against a zombie. <laughs> so I don't know how the fuck you like come across that knowledge. Like, yeah, that's the way you stop him. He placed his paper onto his forehead and he just dies. Like, who the fuck no, they just stop. out and they, why? They don't die, they just stop. Well, so if yeah, the paper falls off there, you're, you're fucked again. You gotta make oh, sure really? it's stuck on there. Oh, yeah. for, so you have to staple it on. Yeah, yeah. Shit. So, yeah, that's fun. Cool. Mm-hmm. Alright, so beyond that, uh, I mean, I didn't hate this book. I thought this was perfectly fine. Is had enough kung fu stuff in it, so that's cool. Yeah, I've, I'm not familiar at all with Philip Tan's work. I'd never heard of him before this, but Jesus fucking Christ, this was the most beautiful fucking book I think I've ever seen. Like, this guy, he's the uh, illustrator on this one. Holy shit, it was gorgeous to look at everything he did. Yeah. Like, especially, especially like those Jiangxi guys, when they first get Shang-Chi, they uh they scratch him or they do something that causes him to bleed in like his his midsection and every time he looks at the blood it's like he's like bleeding the solar system or the night sky for some fucking insane reason yeah but jesus christ everything with that was gorgeous yeah the art was great in this it, it, it was colorful it had there's a lot going on and it's very nice that was my that was definitely my favorite part of this entire book was just all the artwork yeah uh, my favorite part was uh, Sister Hammer because she reminds me of Abby from The Last of Us Part Two with her like giant fucking uh, man <laughs> arms. So I, was, I really like that part. She was even bashing people's head in with the hammer, just like Abby with the golf club. So I was I really appreciated that nod to Abby from The Last of Us. Yeah, part it, was, two. it was a shout out to her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just bashing people. <laughs> I'm already at my last note. Um, uh. So how how did you pronounce the uh, the M sixteen the British ex girlfriend helper? Oh fuck! Is it Laiku? Oh, uh, um, yeah, Lyco, I think. Lyco. Oh, okay. Cool. That's a that's an unusual name for a British person. It is weird. I like. So I I just recently like rewatched all of uh, the Office not that long ago. So every single time he talks to uh, Sister Dagger and Brother Saber, I kept reading it as Brother Sabre. Oh. It's not correct, but it entertained me for a little bit, so I did it. Yeah. I, I like how that's their system of splitting up their like crew of protectors is like what weapon you use. So it's like hand or staff or um, hammer dagger saber that's like the 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 order of the five weapons they do a lot of counting in this book yeah like i get that they're all like martial artists yeah but why have we not branched out and just like put on like guns yeah i want to be the order of the guns the coward weapon <laughs> hell yeah that guy'd be cool the power rangers the cops it's all just cops yeah like a nightstick you could just do a nightstick too um, brass nooks yeah just just hit all the weapons just you can do a little expanding here expand yeah, your I'm empire just, i'm gonna be the order of the poison yeah order of the hand grenade 
<laughs> Order of the Battle Tank or whatever. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That'd be cool. There we go. That's what I'm digging. <laughs> yeah, you just just get ridiculous. Order of the Nuclear Bomb and just do that. Order of the Iron Man suit. Oh, hell yeah. Iron Man. I did like that we got Dormammu in this one for a little bit with his, uh, uh, what are they called? The faceless, I think they're called nobodies. I can't remember. Yeah, whatever is Mindless of- ones, mindless ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. He was there for a panel. I don't know. This was this was fun. I like it. I gave it four stars on the website. Oh. It's just a lot of fucking nonsense, fun kung fu action, and then just a gorgeous artwork. Like, the storyline, I don't know. I don't know enough about Shang-Chi. I've never really gotten into him or read much of him. But this was fun. He's he's just trying to escape, like, all the past because his father was this leader of this, like, martial arts cult. And he doesn't want any part of it. And he had to kill him off. But it's not the racist stereotype version of his father. It's the updated, like, friendly version. The, the one where they're going to go with in the movie, probably. And then, like, he's just living in San Francisco and just, like, working in this, like, bun shop uh, with this lady. And he gets free rent from her because he stopped a villain from robbing her. And then he's, like, trying to fuck her niece. And she's trying to hook it up for some reason, which is cool. (laughs) She's guiding his Shout out to her. She's a good wingman. Yeah. Talking about Shang-Chi's superhero body and how gorgeous and how his abs don't stop and shit. Yeah. It's cum gutters. Yeah, he does cum gutters in this, too. Oh, he absolutely has cum gutters. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, this is it was it was a fine story. What what was the racist um, version of his dad? All right, so we'll just read something from the seventies version. Like <laughs> they had to retcon the shit out of it, especially when they announced that they were going to do it in the live movies. Yeah, sure. I, I he's just like a yellow stereotype, like Asian, like villain guy from like back in the nineteen seventies. Oh, cool. He he's it's a racist caricature as shit. Like, yeah, they had to wreck on the fuck out of that. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure they do. They gotta gotta watch out for that these days. This climate. Jim Lee and crew, or uh, Stan Lee and crew, back in the day, weren't the uh, most friendly towards <laughs> other non-Caucasian people. Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll let that all slide because he's a cool guy. There we go. He's cool. That gives him a pass, I guess, right? We all, we all love Spider-Man. Yeah, so that, that makes up for it. Yeah. But yeah, I would recommend the book. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was thought it was good. Yeah, a thousand percent. It was awesome. Yep. He kept talking. Also, I do like that they shut it out that like he was a secret Avenger at some point in time. Like they they had so that was in a panel that had one of those like little like sidebar notes. Yeah. It said two thousand eleven. Yeah. So Fairly recently, he was a Secret Avenger. They were also just like referencing all the previous like mainstream shit that teams that you know, like, hey, this guy was associated and was a part of these. So, like, we know he's not like a, a nobody character that we're reading about. I did like that they did that just to like reiterate this is someone that's so somewhat important and badass. So, don't just like pass him over and think he's nothing. Yeah. Remember this guy, huh? He was in this thing that one time. He hung out with that one guy you all like. Right. We must like him now. Cool by association. Right. Shang-Chi. <laughs> that should be the tagline for the movie. It should be, yeah. Maybe the title is of this episode, Cool by Association. Because <laughs> now we're associated with, Sha- with uh, Shang-Chi. 
Oh shit, we're tied in now. We're tied in. We're in. Continuity and shit. We're tied in. Yeah. They better reference us in the next in the sequel. Yeah, they should. I'll be like, thanks to that one podcast, Giraffes Have Black Tongues, when they shouted me out, and then my movie did well enough to get me a sequel. <laughs> You're welcome, Shang-Chi actors and directors and shit. Yeah, we'll see you in the post-credits scene. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> All right, you want to hear some reviews? I do. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! All right, this one also had just two five-star reviews. The first one is, loved it. A great introduction to the character, while also touching upon his comic book past. The art is phenomenal, and a very good story. I highly recommend it, especially for those looking to learn a bit more about Shang-Chi before the movie comes out. So, yeah. I will thousand percent approve that guy's review. Yeah. I'm on board a hundred percent with that. That was great. Because, yeah, the artwork was fucking phenomenal. Right. And I also only picked this because it's going to be a live action movie that I actually want to see. And I'm not very familiar with him whatsoever, but I did like this. It at least like gave me an idea of who the fuck he's supposed to be. Yeah. It sounds you would agree with this next um, review too, then, which is five stars. Good entry point. Anything I've ever bought by Gene Lewin Yang has been worth it, and this was no exception. Highly recommended. This book collects a five-issue miniseries and can be read like a standalone graphic novel. Perfect for new fans. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good jumping-on point, yeah. It, it really is, yeah. I think that's the point. want to get people knowing who the fuck Shang-Chi is before the movie. <laughs> yeah, if you're, if you're thinking about, like, hey, this movie looks fucking amazing, because it does. And you want to read something about him to know something about the character. Here read, you go. Read the 70s racist stuff. Read the 70s super <laughs> racist shit. Yeah. And then just look at the pictures in this one. Perfect. Yep. That makes sense. Speaking of racist caricatures. Uh, yeah, that one. This one doesn't have any. These comic book shows. I mean, I wish it did. Speaking of outdated characters. Yeah. I'd- yeah. Speaking of characters no one cares or knows about. Modoc, Marvel's Modoc on Hulu. It's out. You can watch it on Hulu. Uh, but don't. Also, what the fuck, that website we use for all cartoons? How dare you? How fucking dare you? Why do you not have this bullshit, awful show on your website yet? Maybe it's not cartoon. It's, is it not technically a cartoon? It's, a, it's more stop I mean, motion. it's like a claymation, maybe? It's robot chicken style. Yeah. It, it's absolutely robot chicken. It's even produced by Seth fucking Green. Oh, really? Like, well, fucking. I saw that, I saw that immediately. Okay. I was like, oh, that explains it. All right. So it is just robot chicken. First note I have when the opening scene hits is like, oh, this is like claymation. It's like robot chicken. And then at the very end, like I saw the, like the very first name listed on the credits is fucking Seth Green. <laughs> like that kind of explains it. Okay. Yeah. But like, so on the website, so I was thinking like it was sort of like invincible where I kept like, uh, jumping on there too quick, looking for the newest episodes and shit. Yeah. Because like it would take them a day to update it, upload it. So I looked on there, and it has MODOK listed. It is listed on there. But then when you click on it, there are no episodes under it. It just has the series description. So I don't know why it has a, a page for it if there's nothing to view associated with it. That doesn't make sense to me. So at some point, they're going to be uploading it, I, I feel like. But it's just not on there yet. 
Maybe it's too cringe and shitty for them. Maybe they have standards. No, because they have that, that fucking Green Arrow animated fucking <laughs> yeah. bullshit YouTube show. But maybe maybe they just hate Patton Oswald as much as I do. I doubt that. Yeah, probably. Ralph explained last week. People love Patton Oswald. I know they do, or but two weeks ago. It's like and I used to like Patton Oswald too. I used to think his stand up was funny, and then as soon as he started just being in all these like family movies that appeal to like boomers, that it, that's that's the now now just everything he's in just fucking sucks. What family movies is he in? I don't know. Just a bunch of shit on Netflix. Because I, I, I hear his voice all the time uh, from my mom watching it. My mom will watch anything with Patton Oswald in it. She probably loves this show. <laughs> really? But yeah. That's weird. It is weird. I don't know if it's just a coincidence or if know, she seeks it out. But she, I didn't I, know Patton Oswald was like the, the actor for moms. Yeah. And actually, um, that, that does include Happy as well. My mom watched Happy in the last year. That's kind of awesome, because of the recommendations of our show. Probably, yeah. Your mom's a diehard listener. Yeah. Shout out Chris Bonin, shout out Chris Phillips, and shout out Donnie's mom. Yeah, right. Here's another fucking Patton Oswalt show for you. <laughs> Pop it on there. Get on, get on the hoop. We're we're gonna, I'm going to seek out only Patton Oswalt works for future episodes now. <laughs> we're only going to watch Patton Oswalt. This is a Patton Os- I mean, Oswalt podcast now. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we'll watch The King of Queens next week. Yeah. An episode with Lou Ferrigno specifically. So it ties in. Can't wait. But yeah, I, I, I do hate this. Um, I don't think it's like funny or amusing to see uh, Modoc go from like working at AIM to his like suburban house and like having like a family Hold, comedy whoa. thing. He, he does not work at AIM. Yeah. He is AIM. AIM is his brainchild. Yeah. What, whatever. Until, He's going until to work later and going on when, home. Uh, until and later on when Sunspot like buys AIM out from under him and takes it over. And it's been an X Men like science department for the past like 13 years now. Uh, not really an X-Men, more like a, an Avengers, a new Avengers one. Hmm. But, you know, other than all of that that's happened in canon, we'll just ignore that. Yeah, we'll go. MODOK owns it until he sells it off to that corporation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, it, the show pissed me off. It was, it was like, it was a really long 25 minutes. Um, I didn't, I really didn't mind the jokes. Some really? of them like actually got me. Some of them were With funny. what joke got you? I didn't note them, but so, like, I know I laughed at least once. <laughs> I, I was stone-faced the entire time. I was angry. I like that the, the mural that he has in his bedroom. Anytime some narcissistic, crazy fucking cunt has a mural of themselves over like their workspace or their bed, I love it. And he had one with his like baby dick like edited yeah. out. And they were talking about how they had edited that or something, or how it was factually incorrect or something. I forget what the fuck that that gunner guy said about it, or what the fuck was the millennial, the 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 young dude. Yeah, Yeah. but I like that because when I become a a full blown supervillain, I'm gonna have a mural just like that, naked over my bed. Well, I would just just I appreciate that. I wouldn't even have the rest of my body. Oh, only the dick. Well. No, I can't not have the beard in it, obviously. Just, just that's like my selling point. 
Yeah. That's my main selling point. I'll have my dick beard in it. There we go. I'll get multiple murals made. Yeah. But I did like, I, I actually laughed at that one part. At and then the there dick. was also, I don't know, some of the dicks were okay. They weren't great, but they weren't awful. I didn't hate them that much. Mm. John Hamm also voiced someone in this at the very beginning. And then, uh, oh, he was Iron Man. Oh, and then uh, cool. John Daly was uh, super adaptoid. That was cool. All right. I didn't know that. John Daly is funny. He was from Betos on Amazon. Everyone go watch that. That was great. All right. I did like the very end when like, he fucked up everything by like imposing himself as his wife and fucking up her deal to like just be spiteful and cunty. And then she divorces him at the very end. That was funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. It's, it's, fun, to, it's fun to see someone else's pain for a change. That's great. Yeah. Everyone likes that. Who doesn't? I guess me. I don't know. Fuck you then. Your opinions yeah. are awful. <laughs> that was funny. And like the super I, I don't know why the fuck he didn't just immediately like uh head ray blast that waiter who was being a cunt and just not leaving when like she's explaining like no I don't love you anymore. I want a fucking divorce. You're awful. You don't love me, you love aim, not me. But he's still, like, misinterpreting every single thing that both of them say as, like, some various dessert item. Yeah. I would have fucking laser-blasted the shit out of that guy. I liked that. Why didn't he do that? I, I mean, I just kind of wish Modoc didn't talk and he would just laser-blast people immediately and just do that for ten episodes and just don't talk. I don't want to hear Patton Oswalt. <laughs> just... It, that's all I want. I, I don't know. Pat Oswalt gets it pisses me off. So I just um, I just can't get into it. Couldn't get into any of it. Maybe if they, I, I wonder if they had a different actor. If maybe that would change things. But yeah, I'm not the biggest Pat Oswalt fan. But I mean, he did. Maybe he wrote some of the jokes. I have no idea what the writing credits are on this show. But yeah, I don't. I don't really care. I just like the jokes. I didn't really give a fuck who voiced him. Oh, all right. Like, all right, maybe if you switch John Daly in there and have him voice him, maybe it would be even a thousand times better. Just do like some of the jokes. Some of the jokes, for whatever reason, got me. I don't know why. I wasn't. To, side note, just to be a hundred percent clear, I was not high when I watched this. Okay, I was a hundred percent sober at the time. Then but for whatever reason, weirder. it still got me. It still hit me. All right. They they should get whoever voices the monarch to do fucking modok and then i think i would like it a lot better what's the monarch uh, uh from the venture brothers are you talking about patrick warburton is that who that guy no is that's that that's no 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 the monarch is like the villain who who dresses like a butterfly oh yeah i've i've never watched that show oh you should it's it's better the the guy who voices the monarch would uh be a perfect modok and not pat oswald for anything it should have had me play Modoc. Yeah, I feel that would have been great. My voice is awesome. Just, 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 just reading the lines, <laughs> just drunkenly trying to read. Yeah, lines. Yeah. How dare you defy Modoc? Perfect, nailed it. Good. There you All go. Right. You just nailed your audition. All You're right, hired. I'm in. Modoc, Modoc. Everyone, season watch two, the show. Season two, Don Donnie. Season two, cast change. 
Start to say what happened to your voice, Modoc, and I'm gonna say, yeah, it's uh, different now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a robot. I made it different. Yeah. Fuck off. And reprogram my brain is a better voice. There you go. Yeah. Church. So yeah, don't watch it. Uh, I hate it, and that'll be that. Watch the one episode. It wasn't the worst thing in the world. Are you gonna watch all ten? It's not. No, obviously not. It's not on the website yet. No. Oh, okay. I was, I was absolutely when we. All right, so side note, we started texting about this because we realized we didn't say a episode, a cartoon, or anything for next week. So we were randomly texting about this throughout the week because we realized we forgot that shit when we did our outro last week. And uh, we were going to watch something else originally, and then you were like, hey, this dropped this week. And we're like, oh, cool, we'll watch that shit. And I was, if it was on the website, because I, I was going to, I was up late last night, so I was going to watch the shit out of like as much as I could just to have like some idea of what the series was but yeah it wasn't on the website yet so i couldn't watch any of it yeah had it had it been on there i probably would have made it at least through three episodes Hmm. easily if it was good maybe more i'm not don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's a good show it's it's not it's fucking stupid as fuck however there are some jokes that for whatever fucking reason did hit with me that i enjoyed I don't like Patton Oswalt, I'm not saying that, but some of the jokes hit. I, I thought some of it was really fucking funny, so I don't know. It's it's in the middle. I'm not going to recommend anyone waste their time watching this shit, because I wouldn't go out of my way if I didn't have to for this. I would have never fucking wasted my time watching it, but if you have to watch it, it's not going to be the worst thing you have to watch ever. I don't know how you speak so clearly with Patton Oswald's dick in your mouth. It's his ass. I'm kissing it right oh, now. Oh, okay. That's so you I can come much up for air in between. <laughs> beard hairs are getting caught in his ass hairs. That'd be really weird if my beard hairs got caught in dudes' ass hairs when I was kissing their asses. <laughs> it really like, would I, be I would weird. be terrified if my beard hair started falling out that rapidly and like <laughs> clingily. That'd be weird. That just like hooks in there. <laughs> they wish so yeah. they could capture some of my manly essence right all right um so what do you want to watch for next week then do you want to do that men in black thing sure yeah because we still have another week until he man okay so men in black episode 10 cool what do you want to read uh, I'm picking the Evil Within book one. Is is that a video game? Yeah. So we're gonna see. It, it's not Jim Lee. I was really hoping. Oh. I was really desperately hoping that this was also a comic book written by Jim Lee about a video game, but it's not. Damn it! It's probably not worth nearly as much on I, Amazon. Have you read? Have you played Evil Within? I don't remember what the fuck those are. Like I recognize like the comic book cover for book one is the game box art and i know that art i've seen it i don't know if i've played it i think that's the game with like rami malik and hayden penetier like the girl from heroes and the guy from i robot where there are like characters in it and like every situation you have to pick someone's fate and you kill off like 90 percent of your like friends in it i think that's the evil within right no that's um fuck that's something else that's not the evil within um I'm trying to think of it. Uh, fuck. What is that fucking game called? Now I need to look it up. Hold on. Uh, Until Dawn. 
That's that game. Oh. So I don't know what the evil within game is then. It's it's a horror game. It's I think I never game. got around to playing it um myself. I think, so. I think at some point in time it had to be one of the free like downloads on the PlayStation Network because I know I know that cover art. I, I have that I think in my library. I've just never fucking played it. Yeah. I'll I'll put it in my game fly queue. Yeah, hurry hurry that one. Rush it to number one. Yeah. It's gonna be like your uh, Dead by Daylight survival horror. Yeah, that's that's it. Alright, cool. So we'll do that. Um what I'm gonna bring in is Pen Ultiman collected. Pen Ultiman. Yeah, like Pen Ultimate, like second to last. Yeah, Pen Ultiman. I hope that's just his power that he just skips to the end of whatever's happening. No, he's he's not the end. He's the second to the end. So I, I don't know. I don't know what it's about. It says that he's like the, the second to last stage of evolution as a superhero. Hmm. Who is this by? Is it an uh, image comic or DC? It is Ahoy Comics. <laughs> I don't Ahoy. know. Oh. Sounds good, though. It's better than Image. I think this is our first Ahoy Comics book. <laughs> I so. think it is too. I've never heard of that cool. one. No. Never. Wow. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do that. So until then, um, follow me on the internet at Daniel. At Deestu the God. At Giraffes HBT Pod. Uh, Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues and SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Neer. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. finally bought my game boxes that I'm selling online. It's about fucking time. What are game boxes? Like your uh your your thing you do on Etsy? Yeah. It's all like mini game boxes. So I just make game boxes that are just big enough to hold the cartridges of like Game Boy games and I just print the box art on it and uh, sell it like that. Quite good. Someone bought $40 worth of them. Nice. Finally. I felt like all those, uh, I felt like the game boxes would sell better. And like, I've had it up there for like a month or two. And uh, they finally, finally made a sale on one. Cause like with that, market it better. with that, yeah, well, I turned on the like Etsy ads and um, then I just made zero sales from everything during the entire time that I had the ads running. And then as soon as I'm like, Oh, fuck this. Like this isn't driving any sales. It's worse than it was. I, so I turned off the ads and then I got a sale like two hours later. Fucking assholes. Hmm. I think they're fucking me over. I think they're just like making me pay and then fucking me. I like your style. Let's see. Yeah. Business savvy as fuck. Yeah. So buy my I'll, fucking uh, boxes. Yeah. I'll, I'll 
What's some of your ads up to if you want to pay me for it? Uh, yeah. Cool. I'll pay you an exposure or something. Hmm. <laughs> Should you do? I, re- I decline. <laughs> but yeah, Ready Games on Etsy. Buy my shit. Ready spelled R-E-A-D-Y? It's spelled Ready. I didn't know if you had to come up with some like cunty fucking no. retarded spelling of it. No, I spelled like, correctly. Ready with an E with a three in place of the E. Oh, we're yeah. cool. Edgy. And uh, game spelled G-A-Y-M-E. Z. Z. Hell yeah. <laughs> so oh, find me there. That's a side visit. That's a side I'd fucking visit. Yeah, that's what we all want to do. All right, better get to work on those things, though. Damn it. Come up with bumper stickers. Those will be a high seller. I wonder. The there's, Ready Games logo. Because, like, since, since I'm working at Joanne's, like, I can just use the 30% off shit. So I've been doing that. So that's that's where I got the uh the the cutting machine. And then I get all the materials there too. So it's just because the employee discount, it's just everything's 30% off. So you save some money on overhead. It's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good racket I got here. Nice. Yeah. I wonder if I get 30% off. You could try. Did they give you a card? No. Oh, well. I'm still technically employed though. I just haven't been there long enough, I think. Oh, okay. Are you still working there, technically? Is it a 90-day window or something? Six months? I don't know what it is. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. But, yeah, you can use that. Technically speaking, yes, I am still working there. Okay, cool. I keep wanting to get this uh, this mug press. So, like, you... You, you can make your own... Make your own mugs. mugs? Yeah, yeah. Ooh! Like just, yeah, get that. I'll send you some pictures. You can put me on some mugs. That'll be a hot seller. Yeah. All right, it'll be my good. dick, my my dick, uh, <laughs> dick mug. Yeah, that should be my, it. It's like send me a picture was, of your dick. What was the I'll name of that picture? Oh fuck! What was the? <laughs> oh god damn it! What was that picture called? Oh, what the portrait? My dick portrait. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Hot seller right there. I wonder if people would buy that. Like, I would buy it. Dick pic mugs. So send me a dick yeah, pic, dude. and then I'll put it. Why in wouldn't mug. people buy that? That'd be cool. I would like that mug. I would use it every day. You would use my dick on a mug? Well, my day? dick on a mug. Talking, no, about your... talking about my dick specifically being marketed to the oh. audience. Well, yeah, then everyone would buy that. Hot seller. Hmm. I'm going to stop saying these ideas on the podcast so no one yeah, steals you're, them. Yeah, you're just giving away money right <laughs> now. Dude. I'm going to go buy this uh, coffee mug maker right. first. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to get on that shit. I'm going to end the show and race to start selling dick pic mugs. <laughs> This is the greatest idea you've ever had in your life. Yeah, it is. I'll take seven.